Tonight, the Cyclones play host to the Greenville Road Warriors on this Tuesday from U.S. Bank Arena. Time now to visit with the Cyclones head coach, Jared Scaldi, to preview all of the action. Coach, a hard-fought battle Sunday before we look ahead to the game, but another one where you never say die, and that's a club, when it comes to their mentality, you have to like down the stretch. You know, yeah, there's some positives out of that, how things have happened over the last month or so, and uh, with us coming back in third periods and, and, and stuff. I mean, obviously, we're, we're addressing the fact that we are getting down early in games. I thought that was one of our strengths early on in the year, was coming out, playing hard the first five minutes, maybe getting that first goal or getting the lead after the first period. And I, I definitely thought that was one of our strengths. For some reason, um, you know, it's worked out the opposite way. We find ourselves in a hole early on and, and, and then continue to battle back. Some nights we've been, been successful and some nights we've just fallen a little short. Again, like on Sunday, I felt that... Uh, maybe another minute in that game and we tie that up so um, you know it's not definitely it's not a game plan where we're, we're looking to do every single night it's just nice to see that we do have a lot of character in that room and a group of guys that really uh, just never say die Alright looking ahead to this series or in this case this week against the South Division in this case one game against the Road Warriors today you've had 11 out of 13 points against the South a division that has almost always been one of the higher offense high octane style uh, teams to play you've seen Greenville before you know what they have to bring is there a game plan change from what you've been doing all year long? Well, the first thing is is uh, making sure that we track hard through neutral zone. I mean, when you play a team like Greenville with that kind of skill that just feasts on turnovers, we've got to manage puck, value the pucks throughout the neutral zone, and basically put a lot of pressure on them from our forwards tracking. I think uh, a team that doesn't like to dump pucks, they like to carry pucks in, they like a puck possession game. When you force them to dump pucks and create turnovers in the neutral zone, it really plays into our hands. So our transition tonight, our tracking, and of course, uh, managing pucks in the offensive zone. Starting at the top, they tend to get frustrated when things start going against them. Does that mean you're going to put that similar mentality that you did with Chicago where you try to put the body on and just hit their big guys like T.J. Reynolds and others? Absolutely. I think you've got to finish guys like T.J. Reynolds, Justin Bowers, uh, Valoran, guys like that, skilled players, uh, Wong, guys like that that are skilled. I think you continue to put the body to them. You frustrate them. You keep tracking hard on them and force them to play a game they don't want to play. So, um, you know, we want to grind it out. We want to make sure we're going north and south. We want to make sure we're chipping pucks behind their D, forcing the turn every time and making sure that we finish them. You're getting opportunities to to show what you have been able to do on the power play and the penalty kill of late. You've extinguished 14 straight penalties. That, to me, is just a testament to the, the character of the group, especially with the lineup being as depleted as it is. How, how do you feel right now about that group? Well, I, I'm, I'm happy about it, obviously, but I think uh, the, the, the big thing is that we've been able to incorporate a lot of guys uh, throughout the year on the PK, and some, by, some by choice and some by just the fact that where we're at body-wise. But I think when you can roll you know, uh, seven, eight different forwards on a PK, uh, it really helps. It keeps our energy up. It's, it allows us to be aggressive the way we want to be up ice. It allows us to be aggressive in zone. So, you know, we've been very fortunate in that department that we have uh, a lot of guys that know how to kill, understand what we're trying to achieve. You're one of the top home teams in the ECHL. You have 20 victories at 100 Broadway. The success of the home schedule, is there a reason for it? Do you have any explanation or is it just the way you go out there and play? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously our guys like uh, like playing here. It's a great building. We have great fans, um, you know, great locker room, everything about that. It's just, uh, you know, for whatever reason, we found some some success. We, we we found some, again, we got down in some games. We battled back and won some of those games. And I think the, 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 the players feed off it, the fans feed off it. But, no, I mean, we really enjoy playing playing here and uh, you know this road record is something uh, of concern uh, heading into a lot
long trip down south and stuff. So, you know, we've got a month here to, uh, you know, kind of figure it out and get some points on the road. Okay, this is an opportunity now to look ahead a bit, but at the same time, you know, make sure you, you keep the eye on the prize, which is a night-by-night two points. Is it hard at this stage of the year to get young players like this focused on kind of that night-by-night mentality? Yeah, I mean, that's been our, our focus for a while here, especially with our, our lineup uh, the way it is with uh, injuries and some call-ups. So, you know, we can't look at a schedule like uh, February and look at 17 games and try to figure that out. We just had to play it one game at a time. We got off to a good start with three straight wins in February um, and, and continued throughout the month getting some points. So nothing's going to change here tonight. Uh, we're, we're looking to close out the month with a win and then look forward to March. And uh, again, it's going to be a game-by-game situation. Every every point is so so big and uh, you know all the all the matchups and all the games going on throughout the league and the, the, the standings and who's doing what. So all we can control is what we do on a nightly basis. Well, we mentioned last night on the coaches' show Sunday, if you look at the box score, Brian Foster played much better uh, than perhaps the stat line would have indicated. It was kind of a collective effort, unfortunately, for the negative more than the positive. He's back in the pipes tonight, and I wouldn't expect that you would uh, hope to see anything less than what he's been all year. Yeah, I mean, Brian, uh, you know, he let in five goals. We got down 5-1. Definitely not a case of, uh, uh, you know, real indication of how he played. I thought uh, all around we didn't bring our best uh, for the first two periods, and I uh, wasn't going to leave him in there, hang him out to dry. So, you know, we pulled uh, we pulled Fozzie and Chet went in, and again, it just seemed to get us some momentum, and, you know, Chet played great. Chet had to make some big saves, and uh, uh, we were able to keep us in that game, or at least to keep it where it's at, and allowed us that opportunity to fight back and get to the 5-4. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. We'll come back and check scores of other games as we continue on this Tuesday night from downtown Cincinnati. The Cyclones and the Road Warriors coming up on the Cyclones Radio Network.